Hi, welcome back to another episode of Cycling Talk Podcast with me, George Mahoney. This weekend is the first cyclocross national trophy round here in the UK in Derby. Because of this, I wanted to get a British cyclocross rider who has had amazing achievements both nationally and internationally in the cyclocross. So in today's episode, I'm joined by Jensen Young of Team Garden Shed. I've followed Garden Shed for a long time and I'm so excited to see what Jensen and the rest of his team do this season. Don't forget to look them up on social media. Thank you for joining me today, Jensen. Hi, thanks for having me on. What's your first memory of being on a bike? Uh, my first memory of being on a bike is probably learning to ride the bike. Um, before then, I don't really remember anything. It was at my old house and I was just in the back garden and... Uh, we had a patio about 10 metres long, pretty narrow. And I just remember riding the bike from one side to the other, getting to the other side and just turning the bike round, riding back. Um, when I learned to do it, I just went inside, told mum and dad, got them to come out and watch me. Um, I just did that for days. I came home from school, just got the bike, went outside, yeah. And what's the first bike that you remember being really excited about? Um, first bike I've been excited about is probably my first like cross plus road bike it was like an isla bike um it was the first bike that i had that wasn't a mountain bike so when i raced it fell a lot faster and my results got a lot better can you tell me about your first race uh, yeah my first race uh i bet i was about seven uh it was just a like a local summer cross race um i think back then i had a i had a mountain bike and i wasn't taking it too seriously um, I'm pretty excited to race, to be honest. I've been to watch my dad do a few of these summer cross races. Um, go on the start line. And I remember I remember being lapped like three or four times by the leaders and the race was like like maybe 20 minutes long. So I mean, I didn't do great, but like I enjoyed it and then I just wanted to keep going. And where did you like to ride growing up and who did you ride with? I mainly rode with my dad. That's how I really started riding my bike. Um I used to like riding. We had this local circuit about 10 minutes from my house. We used to ride there and it took about 10 minutes to get around. And it's all I wanted to do. I got home from school and every night I was just pestering him to go out on the bikes. And he'd, used to, he'd take me there basically every day. We'd go and do this same circuit. And it took like 10 minutes to get around. And yeah, I loved it really. Does your dad still ride now? Uh, it's kind of slowed down a little bit, but um, I used to I used to go watch him race. And that's how I really got into it. My dad and my uncle. Um, he would cycle across before I was born, really. So, um, mm. yeah. I mean, he rides his bike for fun and might get him to do a few cross races this season, but I think he's just trying to take it a bit easier now. Mm. Yeah. Were you part of a local club? Uh, yeah, I started riding for Pedal Sport, which is kind of a club. That's kind of team sort of thing. I'm not really sure what it was at the time. Um, basically, I just got into that through my dad because he rode for them. It's based up in Halifax. Um, I used to go to their training sessions for for years. Um, and yeah, that was pretty good. Like, they helped us out a lot. Um, anything we needed, really. So that helped. And who supported your cycling growing up? A lot of people, really. Apart from the teams I've been in and stuff like that, obviously, the obvious answer is my parents. Um, they just drove me everywhere, just a standard pay for everything I didn't I didn't really have anything to do with all that I used to keep my own prize money they used to pay for everything um so yeah like can't really think of anyone else in particular that 
went out of the way to support me extra. Like obviously my family came to watch at races and stuff like that and uh, the teams, but yeah, parents really. You mentioned traveling. What sort of traveling did you have to do when you started riding and racing more? I mean, I started with the Yorkshire cross race, so it didn't really mean I had to travel too much. Um, and then I started with the national national cross race a few years into into riding my bike, um, racing. So, I mean, you know, it's like traveling for those. There's only like they're only in the winter. Um, we used to go down for the weekend, make it a bit of a holiday type thing. So it wasn't too bad. It quite quite nice to get away for for the weekend, and I used to watch my dad race, and then I used to race as well. So it wasn't too bad to, all too fair. What was your first national race like? Yeah, I mean, I did the like under twelve ones, which were a bit of a thing back then, but I, I don't think they really count. So I did under fourteen. I started doing like the proper national cross races, and uh, I'm pretty sure it was Derby at the time. Uh, I don't really think I got a result. I'm not. I, I'm not actually sure at all um I'm guessing that it's just been hard I can't remember it to be fair and which disciplines did you race nationally growing up uh I raced cyclocross until I think I was first year under 16 or second year then I started doing a bit of road as well that's when I joined pedal sport I did a few races with those um but yeah, I never really raced road up until then. I used to just do the local ones and I didn't really consider it. And just when I got into the pedal sport team, they kind of all did the road. So I'd give that a go as well. Did you find the national road races a lot harder because quite a few of the riders had started when they were in under 14? Yeah, I definitely struggled with them a lot more than the cross races. Like the cross races, I were like top five in the races probably in the nationals whereas the road like I'd struggle to finish in the bunch or get a top 20 to be honest so like, I definitely found it a lot harder um yeah purely because everyone's been doing it for a lot longer but I guess when people did the cross races who hadn't been doing cross they they thought the same about the cross so and when did you become part of a British cycling program the British cycling I think first year junior um I got a few good results in the in the Nationals, obviously, there were some tough competition. There was like Ben Tollett, Sean Flynn, Lewis Askia, everyone like that. But yeah, I think I got some decent results and, and they just, uh, I think I got picked for the first World Cup that year. Um, it kind of just went from there, yeah. Can you tell me about your first international race? The first international race would have been a cross race, I think. Um, I think it was like a Yorkshire trip, Um and they just they took a few riders over. I'm pretty sure I was under 16. Uh, course was loan out. I think we did a couple loan out and Bredin or Bredina. I'm not sure how you how you say that, but I've done it a few times since. But the first time I went out, I'd have been under 16 youth. Um, I can't remember it too well. Um, so I've, I've done that race like three about three times now. Um, but yeah, I don't think I got a result to be honest. I probably got lapped, but I'll have enjoyed it and. Yeah, I, to be fair, actually, I can remember it being absolutely freezing cold at the Bredina one. Um, and like, I remember finishing the race and I couldn't move my hands. I couldn't change gear in the race. Um, so that was pretty, pretty awful, really. <laughs> Didn't that probably put me off it a little bit, if anything. How was it different racing in Europe? Just the standards higher, I guess. Mm. It feels like there's more pressure. Everyone's a lot closer together. There's a lot more good riders. 
like in in Britain, the time gaps in like a, in a cross race, they'll be like minutes between everyone sometimes. Whereas there, it's like there'll be like a rider every 10, 15 seconds. So so many good riders. So you have to be kind of on your top level to to race there and get a good result. If you're on a bad day, then it'll show in the results. Whereas if you're on a bad day in, in the UK, you might only be a couple of positions lower down. So it, it definitely makes a big difference. And I think the standard's so much higher over there. Mm. You rode Coppenberg Cross in 2015. How did you find that experience? <laughs> yeah, I don't, definitely don't want to do that again. Um, it's just that climb's just horrible, to be honest. Um, I think I've done it a couple of times, but I definitely didn't enjoy it. It's one of the races where it's like iconic and it's good at the time when, when you finish, but in the race, like you just want to get off and stop. It's it's that hard, like like... I mean, I could, it's the only race really I put easier gears on my bike for, like an easier, like a smaller chain ring just to get up the climb. Uh, I mean, it suited me. I think I did all right in the race. Um, but yeah, I definitely didn't enjoy it at the time. <laughs> what was the first team that you were a part of? After Pedal Sport, which was like the club, um, that bike shop, which was called Pedal Sport, actually turned into Giant Halifax. And then the pedal spot kind of stopped and it kind of became giant Halifax race team. And basically six of us from there rode for this team. Um, so it's quite a good reel. I knew all the guys there. Um, so, yeah. You finished secondary school in 2016, but before then, how did you manage your training and racing around your education? Back then, I don't really think I had a coach, so like I kind of just did my own thing for training. Uh, I used to just go to like the local sessions, Giant Halifax Pedal Squad. They had like a road circuit. We used to go there a couple of nights a week. Um, midweek, if there's like a cross race, like a summer cross, we went there. Um, and then obviously racing at weekends, which is fine. I remember my dad used to come pick me up from school before the summer cross race and just take me straight from school there. So that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, I didn't really struggle fitting it all in because I kind of just came home and if I wanted to ride my bike, I'd do it. If not, I wouldn't. But towards like last year, like under 16, under 40, I kind of took it a bit more serious and made myself a bit of a plan. In 2017, you did your first Cyclocross World Cup, but you crashed at, right at the start. Can you talk me through that race? Yeah, I crashed, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was looking forward to that race for months when I got picked and like, I couldn't really believe I got picked, to be honest. So, yeah, start of the race, like, I think I went towards the back, the back row. Um, must have been 20, 30 metres into the race. Just went straight over the bars, there's a massive crash in front. I couldn't avoid it. Um, luckily, my bike was all right. I, I wasn't really too hurt. I think I cut my knee a bit, but at the time, I think it hurt after the race, but at the time, like, it just didn't hurt. Just adrenaline kept me going. I just got straight back up. Um, got to the pits. There must have been something wrong with my bikes. I changed bikes. Um basically carried on on my spare bike. And I think I think I'm not sure where I finished. I might have been 28th, I think. But like coming from the back row and having a crash, like I was pretty pleased with it just to finish the race to be honest. Yeah. Um, like such a fun course as well. It's probably my favourite cross course just because of the sand and now it is. And at the end of the season you got selected for the world champs. How did it feel to be selected for that? Yeah, to get selected for that, like, I couldn't really believe it, especially when the people like Ben Tullett, Sean Flynn's in the, in the category at the time, like so many good riders in the in the category at that time. So it felt good to be selected. I knew I wasn't really going to get a great result. I started from last row in the grid. Um, 
kind of there for experience because I was a first year, hoping to obviously get the experience for the second year junior. Um, but yeah, I obviously shared the room with Ben there and like it was such a good experience because he won the race and like, yeah, like just to even go there, like I couldn't really mm. believe it. So, so yeah. Can you talk me through how the race went for you? Yeah, obviously last row start. Um, I made up quite a few positions the first few laps and then um, made a race. My shoe actually fell off up like a run-up. The bow broke. I had those Shimano S5 shoes where the bows always break. Um, so yeah, the shoe, my shoe came off. So I had to. I rode the shoe for a couple of laps after it just it was just hanging off, and uh, I actually got a spare shoe from the pits. Um, I lost quite a bit of time, and I didn't really get the result result I wanted. Um, because I felt like I was on quite a good day, but that kind of put it put me back a little bit. Um, a bit of bad luck, but yeah, still enjoyed it. Obviously, first world champs. You then started doing some more racing on the road with Giant Halifax RT. How did you find your time with that team? Yeah, to be fair, that's probably one of my favourite teams I've been in. Um, obviously, I knew all the guys before I started racing there. Um, really enjoyed it, to be fair. There's no pressure on getting results. Um, had some good equipment, some good support at races. Like They took us to all the nationals. Um yeah, so I really enjoyed that year, to be honest. Later on that year, you signed for HMT cycling team and you rode the junior Walter Pamplona. You came away with the young riders jersey and second in the GC. You must have been really happy with how that went. Yeah, well, actually, I, I uh, guested for that team while I was riding for Giant Halifax because I got a few decent results um, as a first-year junior. Actually, that was when I was a first-year junior. Um, yeah, rode that race and like I'd just been to America a couple of weeks before in altitude, so I think it definitely helped uh, training before. Um, and yeah, obviously I couldn't really believe I'd, I'd got that result. To be honest, I'd not really gone into expecting anything. As first year junior, I was just guesting for the team. Um, so yeah, that's probably one of the best results and like I've had on the road. Um, it felt pretty good to be fair. Like I just had some really good form that week, and it just came together like the team helped me in the race a lot, which is like good. Because normally as a junior, everyone wants to get their own results to get picked for like the under-23 teams. But now it's really good. Yeah. Weren't you in the um, the leader's jersey before the last stage? Uh, yeah, so I got in a break on the second stage, third stage. I'm not sure what it was. I think it was fourth stage. So it had been third stage. Um with one of my other teammates and we kind of, we got a, fair, a fairly big gap and it finished up like a two kilometre climb, I think it was, fairly steep. And I won the stage and I got in the jersey um, on the Young Riders jersey, but I only had the jersey by like 15 seconds. Um, and then the last stage, the uh, the guy in second place on GC, pretty close behind, he attacked and got a little gap I think I still came seventh on that last stage and, and led the peloton over the line first but yeah I missed that little move at the end and it's pretty disappointing but like I still came second on GC and won the young riders jersey so I like it was disappointing at the time but looking back at it like obviously I'm still happy with it. How did it feel when you had your first national win in the cyclocross season that year? Yeah, that was back at the Irvine uh, course. Yeah, that was pretty good, to be fair. Um, I was riding for Paul Milnes. Like, they had such a good setup and helped at the races. Um, 
and just to pull that off, obviously. I think I'm not sure Ben Ben thought it was at that race. So like I think I'm sure if he was there, he would have won it anyway. Um but yeah, obviously it's a good feeling. I think that's the only national trophy I've won. I've done like so many podiums, but when there's mm. such good competition, it's just it's difficult. But yeah, that's the only national I've won and then went on to obviously win the series and and all that. So yeah. You did a lot of international racing in 2019 on the road. How did you find that? And what are some of your favourite memories from that season? Uh, yeah, 2019, that's uh, second year junior of HMT, wasn't it? Um, yeah, they had a fairly big calendar abroad on the road, to be fair. Um, there's a lot of racing in Spain, France. Um, personally, for me, like nothing really went great that season. Um I don't think I really got a, a good result in any of the races, really. I had all the opportunities, but I just didn't, whether it's bad luck or I just didn't seem to um, grab the opportunities when I had them. Um, obviously, in a team like that, which is such as big, which it's a fairly big abroad, like people, other teams look at that HMT and think, like, we'll mark it, mark everyone in the team. So, yeah, we kind of worked, worked as a team rather than for ourselves, which didn't really do before in the junior races. So, like, so it's a lot harder to do by yourself. It's more one person in the team as well. Um, so I think as a team, we had a good season, but like for me personally, it wasn't like the best season. At the start of the cross season, you joined Garden Shed. How did that come about? Yeah, to be fair, Garden Shed, uh, I actually helped set up. Um, I half run the team with someone else. Um, and I basically got the Garden Shed sponsor. It's a, a guy who I know basically who just has a garden shed company. Um, I've known him for a long time. He used to race, race cross, race mountain bike. Um, and he kind of just wanted to help young riders. So, yeah, we, I helped set up that team and got some of the sponsors. And uh, we had Scott Bikes, which I, I helped get. And then, uh, so obviously I was going to be a rider in it. Um, and we got a few other young riders. Um, and yeah, it kind of went from there, really. Oh, I didn't actually realise that you sort of helped build the team up that's really cool yeah yeah I still do I mean I might not be a rider in it if I didn't if I didn't do that so it's good you raced your first under 23 world cup in Coxider that season for Great Britain how did you find that step up yeah um that race didn't really go well so obviously I'm not really sure how I could have done I had a knee injury that season uh, for that part of the season so I got to do that race, but like, um, I'm not sure what happened. I just, I had, I, like I said, I had a knee injury and uh, I couldn't really perform how I wanted to. Um, but obviously, it's good to do like my favourite World Cup course. Um, but yeah, pretty disappointed with it, really. But obviously, glad to get picked again. I know you've been supported by Ride for Charlie at Cyclocross World Cups. Can you tell me about that and what Ride for Charlie means to you? Yeah, obviously, Charlie was in my category, so I've raced him, like, hundreds of times. We were good friends, to be fair. Uh, like, after races, we used to just walk around the course together. So, yeah, it, it means quite a lot to me, to be honest. I'm friends with Sarah and Nick um, a lot. And, yeah, like, obviously, it's great what they're doing with the charity, helping young riders. Um, so, yeah, just to, like, get the help from from that's great, especially when he's a close friend and it's obviously helping a lot of people, so... Yeah, it means quite a lot, to be honest. Yeah, I've spoken to quite a few riders who've been helped by Ride for Charlie and they've all said how great it was to have the experience that 
Rife Charlie of charity has given them. So I think it's really cool. Yeah. After your first cross season as an under-23, the world went into lockdown. How did you find lockdown and how did it affect your training and racing plans? Yeah, I mean, training-wise, like, it didn't affect it too much because, like, nothing was going on. I kind of could just get on with my training. Obviously, not knowing when the next race was going to be, but, like, I had Nikki as a coach. Um, I, I probably struggled for a little bit, just like everyone did. I probably took a bit of time off the bike. Um, I think that helped a little bit, but I didn't really struggle too much because... I wasn't at school working. I kind of could just get on with the training. So getting out on my bike was something I could enjoy rather than just sitting in the house all the time. Can you tell me more about how Nikki Bramier's mid to coaching helped you stay motivated throughout lockdown? Yeah, so like we, we speak like three, four times a week, which like really helps. Um, so she knows exactly like what's going on, what, what I'm thinking, everything like that. Um, stay motivated, really. You just kind of tells me to listen to my body so if I need rest or if I want to train hard that's what we kind of did at the time because there's no no goals we were kind of just waiting to see what what were coming up so that definitely helped like help motivate me just having her there like telling me like setting me a plan telling me what to do because I feel like if I didn't have that then I, I would have just kind of probably stopped for a little bit done my own thing um I would not train like I did so it definitely made a big difference in in my like going into the cross season. And did you get much racing in at the end of 2020? Uh, not really. No, I think I did a bit of cross. Um, but I think in 2020, I only did one road race at the start. And then towards the end, I think um, I did the one, I think there was one national trophy on cross. Um, and that's all I did, to be honest. How did it feel to be back road racing in 2021? And what are some of your highlights of the year? Yeah, it's nice to be back uh, racing, racing this year. Um, I mean, not really raced road proper since junior. Um, obviously, in the UCI setup at St. Perrin, um, got some fairly good races in. Uh, not a full season, like obviously expect because of the start of season. Still a lot of COVID and a lot of restrictions, which put a stop to that. Um, whereas highlights of the season, I've not really, not really done too much, not really done too many races. Um I went to France for a month, which we had some big races planned. Um, we did we did a stage race, but just before that, I got a chest infection. Um, I kind of just didn't perform how I wanted to perform. Mm. And that's kind of when all the big races came for the season. Um, got back, we did tour series, had tonsillitis while I did that. Um, so really all the big goals for me kind of stopped because of illness, which is a bit of a shame. Obviously, I had a few few wins at the start of the season, but they weren't in any big race. But it's obviously still, still nice to see the training paying off, even if it's like a bit more of a local race. This weekend is the first cyclocross national trophy of the 2021-22 season in Derby. How are you feeling about the first race? Yeah, I'm really excited, to be fair. Looking forward to it. Um, it's been a, been a while since I've raced the cross bike. Um, obviously, got the new bikes, so... Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And how are you feeling about this cross season and what are your goals? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, especially after coming off a, off the road season, not really achieving what I wanted to. Um, my goals for the season, really, I'd like to get the under-23 jersey in the in the National Series. That would be like great if I could do that. Um, 
that was a bit of a goal last year, but obviously there's only one one trophy. Um, mm. Obviously, couldn't happen. Um, but yeah, we'll just see. Like, I just want to have a solid season. Hopefully, get picked for some races abroad with GB. Go go abroad towards the end of the year at Christmas, and mm. um, see really what I can do. Yeah. And what are your goals for the next five years? For the next five years, I'd obviously like to step up again. Um, but obviously, to do that, I need some good results. So. Yeah, we'll just see how it goes and then uh, I hope that they'll come in the next few years. I'll get all the bad luck out of the way now. Um, in five years, I'll be 25. So, I mean, I'm not too old then, so hopefully I've, I could have stepped up and and maybe... Re- I'd, li- I'd like to continue on the cross as well as road, so we'll just see what happens. What's your favourite race you've ever done? Favourite race, apart from the, the obviously, Pamplona one, which I've won. Um, like I can't say I enjoyed that, even though it's probably one of the biggest highlights of my racing. Cause it was just so hot and it's a hard race. Probably enjoy Coxide World Cup, just the course. Like I just find it so fun, just the sand dunes, like trying to trying to get it right every lap's like difficult. Yeah, just, I enjoy that. To be fair, hopefully I'll get to do that again. What features do you like in a cross course? Um, I quite like a fast course, like Derby. Um, I sometimes struggle in like deep mud running, um, so yeah, I quite like a fast course. I quite like sand, um, but I don't really have a, have any any big features. I'm I'm not great at bunny hopping hurdles, so if people can leave them out, that would be good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really have a preference to be honest for any any kind of course. Um, I've done well on courses which I thought haven't suited me before, and they had so yeah. Is there a race you would like to do that you haven't done yet? Uh, probably like on the road, I'd like to do Pyro Bay. It's probably the closest thing to a cross race um, on the road. So like that would be a bit of a dream if I could do that, yeah. Where's your favourite place to ride for fun? Um, I quite like riding my mountain bike in just the locals, to be honest. I can just like go out and enjoy it. I've not really had a chance to do it for a while, but yeah, I really enjoy that just going out there just riding riding steady at my own speed and just just uh enjoying it yeah do you ever do any racing on your mountain bike uh back when i was under 16 i did a couple of nationals and i did a couple of like, local ones which i quite i did quite well but i just found it hard to do mountain biking cross on road because mm. road and mountain biking kind of clashed um a little bit so i found it quite tricky but i'd actually really enjoy it and, and i actually bought a mountain bike at the start of this season hoping i was going to race but I think uh, a lot of the local ones kind of cancelled at the start of the season and had a lot of road races coming up, so I couldn't really fit them both in, which is a bit of a shame. Who's your favourite current rider? My favourite current rider is probably Wout, just purely because he's like come from cross and just kind of what I'd like to be like, really. like I see myself as like a similar rider, obviously not as good as him, but <laughs> like I quite like his style. Just everything about him, really. And I, I liked him before he was, like, was as good as he is. I used to like watch him at the cross race back when he's like under 23 junior kind of thought he was pretty good then so yeah and who's your favorite rider of all time um favorite rider of all time is probably contador um i when i used to watch the racing on tv like i used to just want him to win everything i loved his like style the climbs um i mean i know he's i know he got done for drugs which is probably not a great one but like yeah, I used to go out on my bike and like copy copy him. Like the way he climbed up the hills, I used to try to do it. 
Um, and I still I still look up to her now. I think it's, it's like a good cyclist. And yeah. What's your advice for young riders? Um, it's probably just a pretty common thing to say, but I'd just probably say enjoy it. Like when when people are young and and they take it too serious, I feel like it just puts them off later on. Um, and my parents didn't really push me too much when I was young. I kind of just get on with it myself, and I just, it made me enjoy it more. Like if I didn't get a good result, they'd support me in a race or anything like that. So yeah, I'd literally just say enjoy it and kind of do what you want to do and just see how it goes. You've got five minutes before you head down to the start of a race. What's on your playlist to get you motivated? Yeah, um, a lot of people have asked me this question. Like, I never really know what to say because like, I'm not a massive music listener before a race. I'm kind of just like asking for stuff, asking my mum to pass me a bottle or whatever. I don't really have earphones in. Um, more recently, I've kind of been listening to stuff, but it annoys me if I have a song on which I know before a race so I kind of listen to music I don't know so I'll just find a playlist and just shuffle it and I quite like that so like I couldn't give you anything specific but I quite like Oasis and stuff like that um yeah not much rap though before a race like it's <laughs> annoying me for some reason thank you for joining me today Jensen yeah thanks for having me on I've wanted to chat to Jensen for a long time about his achievements on the bike but I had no idea how much he has achieved off the bike at such a young age. I hope you all enjoyed listening to this episode. All of the episodes of Cycling Talk Podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, my Buzzsprout website, and all the usual podcast places. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at cycling.talk.podcast and on Twitter at cycling underscore talk. Don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and let me know what you thought of this episode. See you on the bike.